Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! Let me just do a recap. A recap of the work that God has been doing in our lives and what he intends to do in the generation that will close the age. Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4. The burden of the end time work of the Holy Spirit is sonship. And anytime you hear about sonship, the direct emphasis is on maturity, perfection, both in individual context and in corporate context. Many times the challenge is not individuals. We have had one or two men amongst the ranks in the history of the body of Christ that grew to become giants. Fortunately, that is not enough. The scripture spoke in the book of Hebrews chapter 12. He began to name the heroes of faith. Is it 12 or 11? He said, Men that received their death back to life turn back the armies of the enemy, whom the world is not worthy of. But after everything, the scripture said that these people will not be made perfect without us. That means God is looking beyond the individuals. There is a corporate habitation that is in His plans and purposes. Corporate habitation. Say after me, corporate habitation. So um, we will not be able to understand the end of God if we are not being brought beyond, beyond what God is doing in our life and what He wants to do through our life into what He wants to do in the corporate and body dimension. Let me give you a typical example. Imagine this is your hand now. This is your hand. It's part of your body. Is it not true? And then you begin to exercise it. Exercise it. Pay attention. Are you seeing the example? Begin to exercise it. Exercise it. Carry things. Do all manner of exercises. And all that. Then your most... You did gym now. So you know what I'm saying. That there is a way somebody will gym and his chest will come out. From here up will come out. Then from here down will be like stick. Is, is it not true? Somebody was telling me, teaching me, and he said that you don't just come and start gymming. You know, that there is a way you gym, you disfigure yourself. Is it not true? 
so this is what is happening in the body of Christ watch watch an arm arises and because of how much that arm somehow by the mercy of God has aligned to the building graces of the Holy Spirit the arm becomes so strong and big and matured see but the rest of the body is still infantile are you seeing it comparatively it is disproportionate in fact the whole of the body will be accusing you it will seem as if there is something wrong about you for the fact that you decided to grow large it seems as if you are out you are out that has been the problem in the body of Christ for years try it the day you decide to become somebody large and big and you begin to yield to the dealings of the spirit the moldings of his grace you will notice that we will be telling your own is too much people like us they have told us many years ago that the way we are praying we are going to die meanwhile that that is nothing special that is the demand the demand that the spirit makes upon a man if he wants to bring you to the plains where you begin to mature the things of the spirit but when you do it you become a superstar when you do what makes sons this is such that many men will come into it but when you do it it will seem your family will tell you take it easy as if it's special it's not special it's simply because um, men have not been brought into the mind of God they have not been brought into the end of God they have not been brought into the purpose of God many times I used to think I know the purpose of God I used to think I know what many things meant because well I'm not too intelligent but I, I can say that I'm a little intelligent to ask some few questions and when I ask those questions I begin to take down some things think analytically since I was 12 years old to the point I came and said that this is what it is this is what I'm going to do and I will conquer this life after some time I found out that the best of the brains the most intelligent the wisdom of men upon the face of the earth has nothing on what God intends to do if at all you will understand you have to be ferried into the realm where God exists and all of his things are captured that frame of reference is the only place that you can find records and understand why we do whatever we do or why God is doing whatever he wants to do here it is from that point that every man's life has a meaning I mean you can be a believer now the reason why you became a believer is that it is the starting point of meaning to live in unfortunately you can be born again and then you draw from another resource you draw from another realm that is outside of the realm where the realities of god are domiciled where the purposes of god can be clearly seen and defined i mean you can be doing the same thing i'm doing but as long as it is not sourced from a particular plane place then it matters for nothing what I mean is that the two of us can be going to school. Are you getting the point? 
we are going to school but me i'm going to school because i sourced that from somewhere where the man that is in charge the governmental governmental dimensions of god has released their will their desire and then it became plans we became victims of it so when we came here we found ourselves in school huh but it is not school it's just that is just an opportunity for something that is eternal to live out are you getting the point but if you get to the same school you see hundreds and thousands of people is it not true now you can if you are not wise think all of us are going to school now you now see that the meaning that is given to that living was because it was sourced from where from eternity that is where it matters so anything you are doing the meaning in it is there because it is sourced from eternity and i found out that the problem with our work with god is that many people got born again and began to source meaning to their living outside of the place where their life came from your life came from eternity and then the meaning to that life must have to come from eternity too so people got born again and started to move i don't know how they succeeded in doing it but they were moving and doing things in life thinking that that means as you are doing it god will now be supporting you god i'm doing this one will help me no but the meaning of the life you received of god can only be gotten can only be understood if you go back to the place where the life was gotten from are you getting the point you bought an appliance and left the manual how will you be able to operate it the instructions look at this mic now imagine i do what is wrong with me purpose 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 what if i use look at this mic you know i can use this mic to i can use this mic to adjust the nail on on that table are you getting the point do you know if i hit it it will enter that's what many people are doing so they think just because you hit it in and you enter they will now say that this is the purpose i can use this and do this i can use this and do this just because you hit it and you enter so god will sit down and be watching he will wait for if his message is on your life he will wait for you for long so that you will come into the place where you'll be able to understand the purpose of everything and I tell you people, God is not just interested in doing something. He's interested. Bro, what are you doing? He's not just interested in doing something. He's interested in doing it his way. Are you getting the point? You don't even know how big this statement is. God is not just interested. Catchy. In doing something, he is interested in doing it what? His way. That is majorly people's problem. It's not as if they don't want to do what God wants to do. They don't. Their problem is they don't want to. They just want to know what God wants, and then they go and do it. They don't want to do it his way. 
You see, that is that is the the blessed curse we received from from Adam. You know, the majority of Adam's problem is rebellion. Rebellion manifested in such a way that he wanted independence. After me, independence. Independence is simple. Independence is just you realize because there is something already running. The man wants to run the earth. He now, since I know I'm the one to run the earth and do the things, are you getting the point? I want, I, let me run it. Why must I have to go back to God to find out how to deal with this tree? Are you getting the point? You pray and five million enter your account. Do you need to go to God to find out how to spend it? What of 50 million? I saw those cars we are posting. I used to follow you. I'm motivated. The cars are fine. See, see, are you are you getting the point? So 50 million arrive. Forget you are a human being. And for the fact that you are a human being, it will take dealing. For you to ask God, these 50 million now that I entered, what are we going to do with it? It is not given to man to behave that way. This anointing, this I just noticed that if I if I pray, people fall. What is the purpose of this anointing? You, you will not ask now. You will just be flexing the team. After three years of doing it, you now tell God the way I have labored before. You say labor where? Your labor doesn't count because it's out of purpose. You have just been misusing what we gave you. You just brought this mic and you are using it to hammer nail. Hammer nail. That is the problem. This is the fundamental problem in the body of Christ. They are, they are misusing things, sometimes not intentionally. They are doing it sincerely, but they are wrong. I hope you know. With all your sincerity, you can be wrong. And if you are wrong, you are wrong. You can't meet the end if you are wrong. That is why the things we do here is spiritual education. So that men will be brought into the place where they understand fundamentally the purpose, the purpose, the reason behind what God is doing. And the reason behind what God is doing is not in any cognitive study. God will have to ferry you into dimensions of organic life. When you begin to touch the essence. Are you getting the point? Are you getting the point? Paradventure, he grants you utterance. You will communicate. Most times, there might not be utterance. God will want you to live that life. Because it is spiritual education. Because it is your spirit and inner dimensions that is cultured by that release of knowledge. Such that sometimes you will not even understand and tell somebody what is happening to you. Somebody told me that she went back, she's crying and praying all the time. She doesn't even understand what is happening to her. Huh? See, when such things happen to you, don't bother for explanation. Does that one need explanation? Well, all you need is yieldedness. Yield to it. Yield to it. Are you getting the point? I think you need to go and stand. Go and stand. I've seen you three times. I'm just trying to lay a foundation. Our topic said the love series. 
and I saw the first flyer they released and I saw somebody he put hat like this with red color I said this is a proof that people don't even know what is love if there is something you must understand about God you will know that fundamental thing you will know that God is not involved in anything that is purposeless never never you will never see God in anything that is purposeless never anything you see God create are you with me or do there is a purpose attached to it I like this your new shoes you and your brother There is a purpose attached to it. Are you getting the point? So when I saw it, I just know that in the in the guy's mind, the guy that did the flyer, we are about to have a relationship and marriage. What's that? What's the relationship between love and marriage? Why is it that? You see, that's that is to show you how our the average human's mindset has been destroyed by wrong information. You see it? It has been destroyed by wrong information. This is how many people have been interpreting many things in their life the wrong way. And they are running with it, running with it. How can you say the love series and as we are saying it, as many people saw it, I saw some people say, Ah, oh boy, we're not going to miss this one. Oh, oh boy, we're not going to miss this one. Oh. I said, These people don't know what they are in for. This is, the, this is the apex of everything in the kingdom. This is the toughest of everything in the kingdom. Um, um, many people that teach this have not even entered into it. You can't teach this without dealings. So much dealings. So much process. Hmm? You need to know why John the Beloved was able to teach this so much. It was because of what he passed through. Are you getting the point? That man passed through so much that they put him in hot oil. He was boiling. Yet, the testimony of Jesus never left his, left his lips. Are you getting the point? So I want to ask you, because you don't know what is love. If I find Mike and give you now, you will just say nonsense. You will say it so that your generation will hear you. Hmm? If I call people here and say, What is love? What is love? The best they can tell me is that God is love. What's that nonsense? That is that is why you are where you are. This is why you are where you are in your walk with God. Because you have not bothered, you have not bothered to to sit down with intelligent and wise spirits. Consider and meditate on matters. Find out the basis and purpose behind it. I tell you, me and the Holy Spirit, we are discussing sometimes. <laughs> If I tell you people this thing, somebody will say, hey, Are you sure you people are ready to hear? 
sometimes we have meeting. You know, there is maybe one of these days we do it. There is what we call discovery Bible study. How many of you know what is discovery Bible study? I think you know. You have attended the meeting. So, if you don't know, find out. I will not tell you. I can't tell you everything. So, discovery Bible study. Sometimes, as I'm studying, me and some certain people on scene will be doing discovery Bible study. There are some places you will get to even angels they will love your presence not just the presence of god they will like to stay around you i tell you they will like to stay around you because you know why some of the things i hope you know that angels seek to know and some of the things they seek to know it is not given to them to know what we mean by it is not given to them to know is that they don't have access to the facility where the knowledge is. Guess what? The facility is living inside you. Are you seeing it? So sometimes they hang around to find out, for example, what is man? The question what is man, no matter how we answer it, the question what is man is organic. Is organic and if it is organic then they can enter into the knowledge they can only enter into it if it is written in scrolls and is being said and no 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 it's organic it is as you begin to live day by day you begin to understand yourself that kind of understanding is based on knowledge knowledge that is not necessary are you with me perpetual you are not with me I'm just trying to lay foundation. I'm just trying to define purpose. Huh? So if we say long, not even in the world, in the body of Christ, what do you think people we think we are trying to do? If we say love like this, what do you think we are trying to say the truth? When we, you saw this love series, what do you think? That's why you are wearing red. <laughs> That's why you came with red. Esther. That's why you came with red and white. You are well kitted for this lecture. I go bahadas. Safian de Komene. Thank God I'm not well kitted. <laughs> There is no law against wearing red. <laughs> we are not here for red service. If I ask you what do you think we meant when we said the love city, I was just watching people's response. I say, I now knew indeed that we have a need. We have a need of serious education on this matter. And most times when people talk about love they just talk about the components some people will take one of the components and exalt it for example 
they will take um, affection and exalt it. You know, how many of you have heard the word loving kindness? How many of you have heard it? What does it mean? And you would have noticed anytime the scripture says loving kindness, the next thing is tender message. Correct. So it's easy for you to understand what is loving kindness. Loving kindness is the love that deals with what God has been doing for you, giving you. See, you know what is kindness? So it's that kind. So there are people that all they know about love is loving kindness. See, many people that have taught love and is teaching love in the body of Christ. It's just That's why I, I will give you the three basic divisions in this topic. Are you getting the point? So anytime we talk about love, you just which is the fundamental thing. How God loved me and the things he gave and did to prove his love. Are you getting the point? The things he did and gave to prove his love. That is loving kindness. But that is not all. Okay, let me start like this. This our teaching is divided into three parts. The first part in this love series is the revelation of the love of God. That is fundamental. Hmm. There is nothing we will be able to do effectively for God in the kingdom if we have not been brought into depths of the revelation of His love. See, let me tell you, this world is so cruel. And the things we pass through life, should I tell you? The same things that unbelievers and many people pass through, more or less, we pass through it. Are you not hungry? Don't you need to pass exams, get money and all those things. Are you getting the point? Sometimes you even suffer. You pass through one or two things. What makes your own experience different? What makes your experience different is that you know that even in that, eh, that when we say that God is, whatever I'm passing through, God is with me. What are we trying to address? What we are trying to address fundamentally is the revelation of the love of God. Is the love dimension that we are trying to lay hold on by that statement. Huh? There are many things you can't do for God. I used to tell people, even in ministry, many things will not be able to will not be able to execute it if the foundation is not founded upon the love of God. I want to ask you, what if anointing doesn't come? You have to think well, oh, are you with me? There are many things that might not come as reward. You can even be doing something for God and something bad will happen. Are you getting the point? The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, it says, what shall separate us from the love of God? Is it dead? There is a way we'll be praying praying, praying, serving God, serving God and doing things. And then your younger brother or, okay, let me not use it. For, I'll be serving God, doing things, doing things, and then my elder brother now dies. Are you getting the point? And then I will now ask you, why, why God, why, 
why we do something? What didn't I do right? What didn't the only thing that can make a man survive that period is his revelation of the love of God? This is not affection. This is not this is not feelings, my friends. The reason why we call it revelation is because it is rock. Serve me rock. Serve me rock. The only way I can explain to you this matter now is using the sails on a high sea. You see, a, a time will come and a ship will have to bet. And before a ship bets, eh, the anchor has to be sent down. And the stability of a ship when it wants to bet is dependent on whether the anchor finds a rock. Even inside the ocean. Are you with me? Your anchor can find a rock. So no matter what is happening, the only reason why men shook and backslid is because they didn't find their anchor didn't find a rock. Are you getting the point? And in spiritual context, in kingdom context, what is a rock? What is a rock? Revelation. Revelation is rock. That means your life is as strong as how many rocks you have encountered and how strong those rocks are. Are you getting the point? So your anchor is hinged on them. Hinged on them. Things will happen. Did God tell you that people won't die? Just because you are born again, you won't be hungry. Just because you are born again, people won't offend you. It's even possible that bad things can happen to you. Very bad. Even worse than the one that happened to unbelievers. When it happens to men like Paul, he said, we count it all. We count it what? I said, what is this? What does this man know? What do they know? The day is coming. This thing I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to prepare the body of Christ for what is coming. Because in the days that will come, what will sustain us is only internal. None of them is external. None. Not one. Not one is external. A season will come, it will seem as if we are subjected to things that is tougher. This is not the kind of message you might hear in your church. Oh. But I'm telling you what will save your life. Are you hearing me, Raymond? Better hear me. Oh. I'm trying to show you rock so that you will find where to put your anchor. What has saved me in many seasons of my life? The reason why many people slips into depression, slips into oppression, slips into despondency. If you have ever entered into depression, oppression, despondency, it's a proof. Are you with me? It's a proof your anchor has not found the rock. The rock in this context is what the revelation of the love of God huh? have you not noticed that the first thing Satan begins to you know how many of you know that the devil is, an, is the accuser huh? 
he accuses God though, not just you he accuses God accuses you and sometimes <laughs> you know what he does very well he will make you say well it's not God well it's, it's me and he will be accusing you you will just be dying you will be dying you will be dying you will be, be dying and as long as you are losing your job inside of you then what will re replace it if you lose everything there are two things you must not lose as a believer what are they say, say after me peace second one say joy it's better you lose, lose money lose everything don't lose these two what did I say peace and what joy these are the two substances you cannot find anywhere mundane nothing mundane can give this and these are the things are you hearing me on here these are the things that can be functional irrespective of the circumstance. I hope you know. Somebody can die now. Yet there will be peace in your heart. Somebody can die now. Yet there will be joy in your heart. In fact, you, will, you don't know joy yet until certain things happen. And then you can't explain it. There is joy. There is peace. It's now that you started playing this thing well. Just now. The revelation of the love of God is the fundamental thing a believer needs to enter into. The revelation of the love of God. So, do you know what God does first time when He encounters you? If he wants your journey with him to be very deep, to be very strong, he will continue revealing his love to you. Dimensions, layers, dimensions. He will overwhelm you with his love. I tell you what happened to me. You have heard the story. Some years ago, I know I might not look like it. But me, I fell into depression and I wanted to commit suicide. The only thing that can redeem a man in that time is the love of God. That's what can redeem. That's what can redeem. Sometimes in many years I've even asked myself the question. This thing God is telling me to do. Am I qualified? Am I worthy? I just looked around. Cry. I said no I'm not. I'm not fit for this. I'm not qualified. The only thing that showed me up and helped me to move to the place that God meant me to be is the revelation of his love because every circumstance at every man even people you know who will I use as an example Victor you are already looking like a man of God all these my guys when I look like man of God but if you look at me you will know I don't look like man of God I don't don't be so just tell me the truth me I won't be angry I don't look like man of God. I know. Is it because I'm wearing this tradition? I don't look like it. People have despised me, despised me, despised me. They didn't, they didn't just despise me, they despitefully used me, used me, used me. I told God, make a cuckoo leave this thing now. 
let them take. I don't want. He will come down and, and say, I love you. It's enough for you. Many seasons, the food I ate is the revelation of the love of God. That's how I came here. I have passed. I, I, I think I don't want to use myself as example. What I passed many lonely periods in this life. Many of you, you look at some people like us and you desire what we have. You desire. The price we paid is not fasting. It's not really fasting and prayer. And those fasting and prayer and all those prepared us. Are you with me? Prepared us for the price. I have seen terrible lonely times. And you know what is the thing about loneliness is that it gives occasion for foreign thoughts and attacks. The walls of protection that is in your heart will be weakened. 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 The only thing that can sustain you must be from inside. All the time, Jesus will come and stand and tell me, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you. Believe it. I am with you. I wake up, I look around, no food yet. No nothing, no. In fact, people will come and say, why are you wasting time? Why? I say, I thought God told me after some season, I started going to that place where I have a friend. Are you with me? I have a father. I have a confidant that truly understands my state, truly understands my condition. I will still show us a few scriptures. Romans chapter. Let me take it. The Bible said that the reason why we are able to love God, are you getting the point? Is because He first of all what loved us. Any believer that is not deep in the revelation of the love of God, more often than not, they will miss it. In ministry, you will miss it. In your work with God, you will miss it. It's not possible that you will get there if you are not deep in the revelation. Because things will come. Sometimes people will visibly make more advancement than you. You need to ask yourself, how does God reward what does God count there? That is why when you begin to walk with God, you will find out the things that is most important to Him. That He is more interested in relationship and fellowship. The purpose of that kind of engagement is to foster. Is to foster love. The emphasis is love. And this is how God works. The love of God is in the spirit. It's after me. The love of God is where? That's the problem. It's both a good thing and a challenge for you. You know why it's a challenge for you? Much good. 
if you have not been in the spirit you have not known the holy ghost long enough you will not know the love of god and in certain seasons you'll be seeking for love even the love that is of god outside of the environment of the spirit guess what you won't find it are you getting my point that is why sometimes for you to realize how much god loves you you have to pray and groan and enter a plane a place very deep in the spirit that is how you will be able to know sometimes you can sit down and say let me meditate let me think on the love of god there is nothing good in your mind that is the right right raw material all the raw material <laughs> all the raw material in your soul is polluted all the raw material in your soul is corrupted all the raw material in your soul is insufficient is weak is so weak that even after meditating on it you are still feeling depressed how many of you has happened to you say they told you you say let me meditate on you even read books and did many things and then when you finished you still notice that this thing you have not been able to shake it off your heart are you seeing something now that means you are seeking something in a plane where it is not resident if it is the love of god the residency is not in the soul it's in the spirit One of us, Revelation, um, Romans chapter 5, verse 5. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 8, And hope maketh not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God is what? Shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given to us there are two key things you need to understand the person that is the custodian of this ministry huh? do you know i didn't really know the love of god until i i knew the holy spirit very well that is why sometimes for you to enter into the love of god you might need an encounter say after me an encounter Many of the things we know about the love of God is just head knowledge until men had an encounter. And most times, before we have that kind of encounter, something bad might have to happen to us. And then we are sliding down into oblivion. And then God will give us an encounter of His love. It is not necessary. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. You can have that encounter, that revelation before it has happened when it happens it shows you up shows you up huh? i'm telling you the reason why they took many of the apostles and the first believers to they killed all of them as they are killing them the joy there was so much this thing is beyond what they can explain my brother you need to come to the point where you are convinced convinced and convinced convinced beyond every possible doubt that God loves you the reason why I pray is because I know God loves me the reason why I do ministry is because I know God loves me the reason why I fast is because I know God loves me the reason why 
the reason why I give is because I know God loves me. So that if I give and nothing comes back, are you with me? Oh, if I give and nothing comes back, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, um, make a relationship get better. So in this kind of context, it is not a matter of what I get. It is simply my response to what I feel that God has revealed in my heart. Are you getting the point? It becomes the foundation and standard for what I'm doing. So that if I didn't get anything natural, it doesn't affect me. Are you getting the point? If you are with me, say amen. Because sometimes there might not be nothing, there might be nothing natural that comes in response. There might be. I'm not saying there will not be. There might be. Huh? But if you if you pray for any reason aside the love of God, one day you'll be weary. One day you'll be weary. And it is because of that. The before now, 70% of the prayer we pray in Nigeria is devoid of the love of God. And if prayers are devoid of the love of God, it cannot achieve God's purpose. I hope you know. In your family, they, they don't know the love of God in their prayer. Their prayer. I hope you know prayer is a proof of what is in the heart of what people believe and what they want to achieve. What you want to achieve, most times you turn it into prayer. Is it not true? Say, God, help me to get this one or help me. That is a proof that you have turned your desire, your motive, your pursuit into prayer. So when a man begins to pray, it is the clearest revelation of his understanding of God, his view of God, his view of life. That is why they said if you want to know a man, you might have to visit his prayer closet. Is it not true? You don't know men yet until you know what they cry for daily. The reason why many people here are able to enter into what I've entered into is because majority of the time, I show you my prayer point. I show you what I pray for. You will never enter into what I have except you are praying, you are panting and desire. I'm praying for what I'm praying for. If not, you'll be praying for many things. You'll be asking God, anoint me with the anointing that will shake the whole world. But when you come here to pray with us, we will change that prayer to capacity. Capacity. We will find out that the challenge is not the willingness of God to give. The challenge is our receiving capacity. Receiving capacity. So sometimes it is that revelation of the love of God that will make God tell you, Pray for your enemies. Are you with me? Chapter me, pray for your enemies. How does somebody do that? It has happened to me. And I died and died and died. Died. I was somewhere. And people were saying terrible things about me. Terrible things. See, this is why it is terrible. It is terrible not because all of them were lies. All of them, they are not lies. That is, if... If you slander, that is the most terrible. Eh? Is mixed with small truth. So that when people hear it, eh, they know that you can do this. Eh? They'll say, ah, I know that he can do this. And because of that one, they know you can do. They will not believe all the rest. Are you seeing the point? But if they come and say the things that 
Everybody know you can't do this. If the thing can we die a natural death before it has started. But they know some ones that I can do. They will now say that one. And then add 90% that I will. And I don't know why. I don't know. Will I say it's Satan or Or will I say it's God? Or I don't know which one. I don't know who. Eh? But they just carried me. And I came to that place. I was hearing. If I didn't hear it, it's okay. But I was hearing it. As I was hearing it, I was dying. Now, I, I can count... I can count myself as a strong man, but that day, that day, man, it was not easy. You know the worst part? These are people I'm trying to help. I felt so bad. I turned, I just wanted to give up altogether. I wanted to give up altogether. Do you know what God told me? I was crying to him. I said, Father! Our son is here. Save me. Do you know how he saved me? He said, go and pray for them. I now rose up from where I died. And then died again. When, I, when they did that, I died. Are you with me? When God now said, go and pray for them. I now rose up. I was resurrected. And then I died again. He said, what is this? I was praying. There is something happen, used to happen when we, were, when we were younger. There are small kids that used to stay around our house those days. The name of one, one of them is, is the rabbi. What was the other one? Emma. Then there is another one, uh, Jennifer. I think is is he Ima or Jennifer? Smart uh, who? Jennifer came one day. So I think he's one of my sisters. That now beat the ch- small child, and the child wanted to cry. Say, shut up, laugh. <laughs> so the small child was laughing because of the command. So when we now. As the child, young child, he said, This laugh is paining me in my heart. <laughs> I'm laughing. You see, if, I, if I'm crying, it's better. You know, when you cry, sometimes you feel a release. But he said, This my laugh is paining me. The more I'm laughing, it's paining me in my heart. That was what was happening to me that day. It was paining me in my heart. That is one aspect. There is another aspect. How can you rise up in the night and God will tell you, pray for another person? Meanwhile, you have prayer points. You can only do it if you understand love. Part of the way, see, the fundamental, this is why many intercessory ministries are weak. Are you with me? Let me tell you. Intercession is based upon mediation. This is a this is a higher understanding of intercessory ministry that some of us have that others don't have. Many people are interceding there. Powerful intercessors, but I want to ask you what is the basis of Jesus' intercession? I hope you know that the foundation of his intercession is because of his love. 
That is the reason why he is interceding. The Bible said we don't have a high priest that is not touched with the feeling of our what? Infirmities. So Jesus will come like this. He, he will come and be feeling what you are feeling. When he is through with feeling your, what you are feeling, he will now go and find a way to succor it. Are you with me? Bring an answer, a solution to that. So this is, if your success rate in intercession is dependent on your love quotient, and this is the way, this is the way it is proved, have you seen the intercession of Daniel? It's a typical example. See, I was, I was teaching my friend many years ago. Now he knows, he knows a lot and he knows better now. Those days, he was saying that, um, he was saying many things that if you are interceding or saying from you, you don't need to be where they are. I say he's a liar. The fundamental demand of powerful intercessory ministry is first of all identification so after me identification so for example identification is is a mystery in the spirit when you identify with a people it doesn't really mean that you are the same with them but it's a mystery that makes you able to shoulder things on their behalf is a law in the spirit huh that is what Satan didn't know that somebody can identify with a person and not the, the sins of that person will not necessarily come upon him. So Jesus came and identified with us. Are you getting the point? So when he identified with humanity, Satan thought that by his identification, because it is only on the basis of identification that you can carry the weight of another person. Huh? You didn't, you didn't hear me. That is why the expression of love in the context of ministry and intercession is much compassion. Say after me, much compassion. No normal, much compassion. So, this person has, they said, pray for this guy, the two of you. Are you with me? And you, you are praying five hours for him. And you, you are praying two hours for him. But you are praying with so much compassion. And he's praying with strength and energy and he's just praying because they told him to pray. Are you getting the point? I want to ask you who will get more results? The person that prays with more compassion. Let me tell you what will happen. Let's assume I'm the one. Eh? If you pray for me with much compassion, it won't take time. It won't take time you will touch my spirit. And when you begin to touch my spirit, if I have any need, you will be the first person that God will come and tell now other people can be praying for me as a duty but you, you are praying as compassion are you getting the point? all of us can pray for me say pray for me and we will pray it's good but there is another layer the real layer is a layer of compassion where you are moved sincerely that this person should not this should not happen when you pray from that platform it is your soul that is being poured out to serve as help to that kind of person are you with me now because your business is spiritual the person the the things about the person and the person cannot stop itself from flowing back to you so when you pray for that kind of person you will be getting feedbacks and in fact the feedback you get is dependent on the measure of compassion 
As you are now, if you pray for me, there are things you can never see about my life. Never. Never. You can only see those kind of things. Based on, not because you pray 12 hours, based on the measure of compassion. Are you getting the point I'm trying to make? Based on the measure of compassion that is in that prayer. So God will now open it. Not just God's self. Are you with me? There are mysteries in the spirit. There is a way you pour compassion into praying for somebody. The life and the things about that person will open up for you. You will know more about that person sometimes than the person even knows about himself or herself. Are you getting the point? The fundamental reason is so that you will be better equipped to continue that kind of, of engagement, that line of engagement. So before Daniel began to pray for the children of Israel, have you read his prayer? He said, Father, we have sinned. I want to ask you, did Daniel sin? Answer me, did Daniel sin? I didn't hear you. Everybody, did Daniel sin? So why did he now say, Lord, all of us have sinned? So first of all, for him to be fruitful in his intercessory engagement, he identified with the people. Are you getting me? He identified. He even identified with their sin and their weakness. That is compassion. That is compassion. That is also what Jesus did. And when Jesus identified with your sin and your weakness, Satan said, Oh boy, this guy don't see no, we don't catch him. Boom! They now killed him. When they killed him, they, they didn't understand the law that is at work. It's a spiritual law. His identification. You identified with a person in his weakness. Doesn't mean you, you have the same weakness. So when they killed Jesus, they found out they killed a righteous man. That all he did was to identify. He wanted to help. And if I'm carrying, are you with me? If you see a 60 year old woman and she's carrying a basket, very heavy. Are you with me? Are you with me? If you say, ah, mama, hey, is this in, let me help you. When you carry it from where she is to where she actually drop it, I want to ask, does he make it your own? I want to ask you, that load that you help the person to carry, does he make it your own? What if you see me along the way as I'm carrying it? What would you think when you see it? You will say it's my own, is it not true? That's how they saw Jesus and then killed him only for him to arrive at the destination and they found out that the load he was carrying is not what his own and the whole of hell have to pay for their misguided judgment and trust God he knows how to take full advantage of injustice he can take advantage of justice and take advantage of injustice he knew how to take full advantage of it are you getting the point so by the time Satan now look he say Oh boy, we don't mess up. We don't mess up. We don't mess up. What are we going to do? And I say, death, Oya, stay here. Hell, Oya, stay here. Make me man stay here. They have not seen anything. Touch your neighbor. Say, De the devil have not seen anything yet. Then the mighty Holy Ghost came. He came. He was just entering into hell. He is just staring himself like this and everywhere began to move it was coming it was coming where lieth the one that is righteous 
killed without doing anything. I'm here to effect the justice of heaven. He was coming. He was coming. As he was coming, you know, we are just explaining the warfare sometimes for you to understand. There is no contest. Say me, no contest. The, what took place in hell is no contest. There is no basis. Have you taught nursery school before? You have not taught. I want somebody that has taught nursery school. Uh huh. You know some children that is not well trained that are small. They will come and be beating you like this. They, they, that in their mind they are fighting you. Are you hearing me? That that's what Satan is doing. Small child, two years, look at you like this. He, he said, I'm fighting you. Hey, I'm fighting you. So, they just allowed it to look like war. So that we'll have a record that a war took place. It can't be war. The Holy Ghost. It can't be war. You know how I know? By the time he left, just one man that has the Holy Ghost inside of him can stop all of hell. One man can stop as you are now with the Holy Ghost you can stand and stop all of hell on behalf of God and I say my own Holy Ghost the, the, the great Holy Ghost that he is fighting fighting with who fighting just imagine him fighting with Satan the one he created you are fighting with Satan fighting with who fight with somebody you created I don't have time to fight with Satan The Holy Ghost doesn't have time to fight with Satan. Even in this territory where I'm here. Let him calm down. What he needs to do is to give me weapons. <laughs> give me weapons. Why am I here? No, don't worry. I will hold the territory down for God. As long as I'm alive. I will pay the price. Let God be resting in heaven. Anytime he remembers me, he says, No need, no need. This one is. I know Job. He, I know Abraham. He will order his children. I know Job. There are certain men that God knows. He doesn't need to think twice. He knows that as long as they are there, they have a track record of consistency in the spirit. Are you with me? So identification is a proof of your compassion. In intercession, identification is what? The proof of your compassion. What did I say? In intercession, identification is a proof of your compassion. So the people that God told you to pray for, somehow you have to develop. Are you getting the point? God wants you to pray for somebody or maybe, let me use Muslims for an example. Somehow you have to develop compassion for them so that you'll be able to evangelize them well. Is it not true? Or intercede for them. That is why the majority of intercession sometimes that we do for them know they work it doesn't work because yeah there are two dimensions there are intercession that can clear some people but what if what if check out God's born again filled with the Holy Ghost and he's carrying the fire I want to ask you can that man wake up one day and then Jesus will appear to him like, like, like Paul and say, I'm the one you are persecuting. I'm the one. I'm the one. 
Shekau will fall like this and be saying, Lord, what will you have me do? What will you have me do? It has happened many times. There's many, many, many of the mams and checks and all these princes in in Eastern. Many of them are born again. They are just still carrying that and everything. Many of them, many of them, people like uh, Benihin, uh, Renard Bonke has gone to get many of them. Jesus appeared to them. They didn't know what to do. They now sent for heavy men. They led them to Christ. They are, they are still sitting on the throne. When we get to heaven, you go shock. Your pastor in your church will be in hellfire, burning. Strong fire will be burning your pastor. Burning him. I was reading something online. A man said, Why would I will fornicate? Why won't I fornicate? Was was telling a another why won't I it's my weakness to be cheating now. I, after all I caught my pastor in a hotel around nine PM and he was entering with it. If a pastor can fornicate what me who am I? Don't end up in hell because of your pastor. Some of them are businessmen, they are crooks. And you even limit yourself by saying, Pastors are doing this, pastors are doing this. You don't know something, so now tie to them, carry. The reason why I'm here is not tied to the reason why I'm here is life. The reason why I'm here is truth. The reason why I'm here is because I have imbibed the way of God. That's your denomination. If you come here and put big signposts, you know, there is, the man has very fine pictures and he's handsome. You now put it like this and then do something, do something, do something. It doesn't matter what you are doing. People will come there. As long as, you know, there are some some denominations that have become brand names. Is it not true? It's true now. Let's say you see yourself in in Zamfarana. And there are many churches and then you see redeem. You will say, ah, I don't have time to do guesswork or before I will enter where I don't know. Is it not true? It's better you simply what? Enter redeem. Are you seeing it? Why did I call him now? I can't say what I want to say now. Why? Jesus help me. So, certain people can be mature. All they need to do is just to carry a denomination. Not this one I said. Carry the denomination, put the name, and people will just gather. They will just gather there. You'll be looking at the person who doesn't have what it takes. Guess what? He's already called a pastor. I passed a stage in my life where I didn't believe I didn't believe I'm worth anything. I didn't believe I didn't believe anything. I looked around my surroundings. I looked around my circumstances. I looked around my possibilities. I looked around many things. I just said, can It's not possible. It's not possible. not possible. God can be telling somebody like me things like this. You can tell Joshua months on ago but not people like me. They can tell you your father has been rich. 
I'm sure your father is a millionaire. At one point he was. That car is not 100,000. That car, that car is not 100,000. If your father buys a car of 5 million, is he, is he not a millionaire? What does he take to be a millionaire? I say your father is a millionaire, my friend. I found it very, very hard to believe that my destiny, God is real, that the faith is real, that Christianity is genuine. I doubted everything. I looked around my life and I, every day I wake up, I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry with what they call Christianity. I'm angry with the fruit that is lived. Every day they are praying in my house. Nothing to show. It seems as if Satan is even increasing. Hunger, all kinds of things. I say, what is this? I told myself, if this is what it means to serve God, I would have been the worst so. Because of the things I saw, I said, nothing will make me to follow this path. Nothing. You know why some people still have that utterance? They have not encountered the love of God. When you follow God based on love, the love He has for you, there is no reason except that love. There is no reason you follow God eh, that in that kind of circumstance that is not love itself. Because every reason we fail, men we fail, circumstance we fail, things we fail, only the love of God will be constant. Is the only anchor, and God knew that that is the fuel that can run my life, my destiny. He poured it much in my life. In that encounter, He told me, "Told me, I am with you. I am with you." So since that day, anything is happening to me, and I will come, I will cry out. I said, "You told me you are with me. I know, I know, I know beyond my life that you are with me." My circumstance, my family, my generation can't define me. They can't define me. I can't allow it. The only thing I can allow to define my personality, my person, my destination, my purpose, is the love of God. That's the only thing I allow. Satan will paint many dark things. Oh. He will show you things. Trust Satan. He can only be showing you all your weakness and the things that is wrong with your life. How you can't make it. How you are not worthy. How you are not, you know, and all that. Some, some ladies, he can even tell you as you are now, you are no more qualified. They, they are saying people, you count yourself out. They are talking about people you might want to count yourself in. Come on, remove yourself. You want to use faith and faith it. This time around, let me tell you, the love of God, the faith that is has the capacity to perfect is founded upon the love of God so when a man doesn't even have love on the foundations of his faith oppression it will shipwreck it will have challenge at one point the Bible said faith that works by love even faith even faith so sometimes you want to faith it it won't work it is love that will sustain you at that moment hmm? is love is love father can deny you mother father mother I've been there I've been there I've been there I'm a man of sorrows 
the only thing good about me is probably physical. Every other thing about me is scarce everywhere. I'm a man of many souls. It is from my scars that my authority came from. Huh? Do you know the reason why I come to bed pants every day? It's not because of you. It's not because of me. It's not by because of ministry. It's not one calling. We are one of the generals of this. I hope many of you don't know. I'm not. I'm not really moved by. I'm not really moved by all these prophecies, the things they say about me. I'm not moved by it. That's the mistake many people make. What compels me? See, that thing can, can move you for two months. Are you with me? It can't keep you consistent for one year. Prophecies about what God wants to do can only make it possible as the thing don't try. Three months. After three months, you are not seeing the result of the prophecy you give up. No matter who you are. I've seen men give up on what God clearly told them. The problem is that they have not encountered the love of God. That no matter what happens, God cannot fail me. Huh? It is founded on the love of God. He said, what can separate us from the love of God? Is he hunger? Is he disappointment? Is he death? What? Many things will come. Are you getting the point? So sometimes, sometimes I wake up and I think about some things. I want to give up. I want to be tired. I want to many things. The only thing that is sustaining... I know many of you think... Hey, people look at me sometimes and they think, Ah, this one, the way you are behaving, it be like you're there too strong. It be like, you know, everybody these days, people look at me to be strong. No, the reason why I'm actually strong, as people think, is because I'm the weakest. The only thing sustaining me is the boundless, overflowing dimension of the love of God. I, I know I know that he that called me is faithful. In two immutable things where with God cannot lie. He can't lie. He can't lie. I've touched, I've touched his love. He's enough for me. See, you can take ministry away from you. Don't, don't take, don't take that fellowship. I will die. I will die. Take things from me. Take many things. I will die. He's the love. Ministry will pass away. Gifts will pass away. That's what the book of First Corinthians chapter twelve is saying. Anointing will pass away. But love. The love of God. He stays. He stays. He stays. What if you are Jesus? And you came. And Judas disappointed you. Betrayed you. What would you do? You came where it matters. And as you hung on the cross. You called the only person you know that has not disappointed. You know Jesus came and sat at the tomb of Lazarus. He said. I know you always hear my voice. Lazarus comfort. Is it true? I don't know whether it's true, but I know at what there is one time that Jesus called on the Father. He didn't answer. He was on that cross. He was hanging like this. And he said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, Eli. Eli. 
there are seasons in your life you must pass through it and the only thing that can help you to pass through it is your revelation of the love of God because those are not the kind of things that God will come and rush and rescue you from are you hearing me God will not rescue you from everything sometimes he allowed it and the only thing that can make you successfully pass through that regime and still retain the potency of your relationship calling ministry destiny is if you have the revelation of the love of God that even within the storm that God loves you are you getting the point many people don't know you see because many the faith of many believers is not sticked in this anchor they are fair weather they are only good when God is good they think that what the love of God means is that God will just be handing out cakes bounties gifts to them there are seasons you, you won't even see God you'll be passing through some things you will look for him you even pray and search for him he won't be there or rather it will seem as if he is not there no he is there the only thing that will sustain you is his love I have passed through seasons I, every day I go to a, a school that is not completed an uncompleted school every day I will be praying and crying I will cry my heart my eyes will be big with tears not it, God didn't answer he didn't say anything you know what he was doing he was using that opportunity to woo me deep into himself what I noticed that even though my circumstance didn't change it seems as if I'm being sucked deeper into God sucked deeper sucked deeper sucked deeper and then I noticed that the surrounding and circumstances is having less and less effect on me the matters of life even my prayer point is becoming less and less of I came with prayer point but when I entered there long enough seems as if my prayer point is no more heavy it's becoming weak it's becoming weak I will come out and then circumstances will make it big and we enter deep it becomes weak when you enter deep into the love of God many things will not matter there is only one thing that will matter you and your lover that's what matters huh? you will not understand this until you stay in his bath chamber for long and he wounds all of your soul huh? make sure all of your affection is poured on him your will poured on him desires poured on him nothing is remaining anytime any of your affections or the energies of your soul flows out it flows from the aperture of the disciplined and cultured dimension of your soul the, your soul cultured by love the love of God is what can flow out now you don't know what I'm telling you this is the secret of living a life that is devoid of the expression of the flesh are you with me you know many times I've been telling you people that the life of God is a life that came as a result of the administration of the cross is it not true huh? what I've not what we do this period is to show you that the cross has two dimensions I hope you know the cross has two dimensions there is the dimension of the cross that is dealing and there is the dimension of the cross that is the revelation of God's love you see God is such a man that he has a project in hand are you getting the point he behaves like an accurate father an accurate father will come at this moment and beat you like this because his target is not just to punish his target is that he sees that you are messing up he beats you one hand uses one hand and draws you back are you getting the point that is how 
the love of God is expressed most times. My time is finished. Let me show you something quickly. I'm just trying to lay a foundation. greatest commandment hmm? what is the greatest commandment now if you study the Bible well one of the things you will notice is that in the old covenant love comes as a commandment are you with me love comes as what commandments it is not as if he has changed but the mode of his oppression the the mode of the oppression of love in the old covenant is commandments but when you come into the new covenant it is no more it doesn't come like commandments it comes as demands are you with me in the old covenant commandments in the new world demands so the scripture will say that we thus judge are you with me if one man died for us, we toss judge. If one man dies for us, that we ought, we ought. That word ought is, is it means that a demand is now placed on us based on the fact that somebody has expressed love. So you now notice in the new covenant that what love does is that he places a demand on men. The Bible spoke in a place, I think Romans chapter. 5 verse 8 Romans chapter 5 verse 8 He said for the love of God constraineth us Are you getting the point now? So the love of God now doesn't just Command you do things No it constrains you It's demanding things from your life I know you think People that, that doesn't understand the ways of the spirit We think that commandment Is tougher than demands Is it tougher? For example I tell you 50 things to keep so that you now maintain my my interest to maintain our relationship 50 things you must keep human beings with their mental mind thinks that that is tough that is nothing people a human being can do that at some point but there is there are demands and the reason why it is demand and not command is that demand is organic you know why demand is organic god can leave this person this person like this can be can be praying for one hour but you you are praying for two and the reason why you are praying is that you used to pray one and then when, when you wanted to stop something is not telling you okay 5 14 second current thank you something is not telling you something is not telling you that um add one more hour add one more hour you can't explain it you look at your neighbor he's not telling your neighbor are you getting the point it is love constraining you. Love has placed a demand on you. Love has what? Place a demand. But if it is commandment, it will be universal. Are you getting the point? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Don't do this. Don't. It's universal. But when it's demand, it is not universal. It is, it is tailored specifically to the operations of the spirit in your life. 
So for you now, the demand is two hours. For another person, one hour. Are you getting the point? But if it is commandment, it is the same thing overboard. So I want to ask, these two, which one is tougher? You see, you see the problem with people. People think that the commandment of God is grievous. It is grievous because you don't know the spirit. When you know the spirit, you will find out that the spirit will continue to work in your life until nothing of you is remaining again. The only thing that is remaining is the life. He will continue. He will continue. He will no more tell you, hey, don't do this, don't do that. You will just notice. One day, you want to leave. And then, something will be holding you. Don't, don't visit that your friend. See, what is visiting my friend? I just want to chat. The thing will be telling. You see, my is not. The thing is not too hard, though, but you feel somebody touching your clothes. You see, my sister, you're holding your clothes like this. Holding your clothes. You, he's holding it in such a way that you can say, Leave me. That's the way Holy, the Holy Spirit holds you. He is holding you in such a way that you can reject. He doesn't hold you in such a way that you can say, I, I can't leave Holy Spirit. The way you are holding me, I can't leave. You are forcing me to do what I don't want to do. Now lie. He will hold you in such a way that you will know he's firm. His hold is firm. But it is not locked. It is in such a way that you can break free from it by the act of your will. But he will make sure you know. If there is no way you will not know that he is the one constraining you. Constraining you. Constraining you. But the love of Christ constraineth us. That is the oppression of love in both the old and the new. Are you getting the point? That is why you now find out that in the new covenant, people think it has become easier. The reason why the new covenant is far tougher, actually that is the reason why grace has to come. I hope you know that the Bible recorded that many people actually kept all the commandments of Moses. I know many people are saying, nobody can keep the ordinance, nobody can keep, nobody. It's in the Bible that people kept it. Are you not reading it? Those two young guys. Jesus was trying to tell them, keep this one, keep this one. He said, from my youth. Is it not in your Bible? From my youth, I've kept all these things. Because many people are saying commandments are too grievous. There are people that have kept those ordinances and commandments of Moses. All of them. They didn't fail anyone. Yet, they, when Jesus brought a new regime, they fell short. Jesus transferred it and began to place demand now, not command. Because once God places a demand on you, see, you can keep commandments in the flesh, but you can't, you can't keep up to a demand eh? except you are in the spirit. A spirit demands something from you. You can only keep it by the energy of that spirit. There is nothing in the flesh that can answer to the demand of the spirit. You see, our love series is not what you expected. You came with red color. Watch I notice you are wearing red. It's not red color love series you are doing. Even an elder asked me, he said, Ah, oh boy, you don't teach you relationship. Now I said, Ah, ah. It's, it's not series now. It's, I'm trying to show the people the revelation of the love of God. And the second thing I want to show them is the believer's love work. 
And the third thing I want to show them is how they extend that love to unbelievers. That is the general, that is the three part of our topic. The revelation of the love of God is what powers the believer's love work. And then the believer's love work is what powers our relationship with unbeliever and the world. Are you getting my point? I think we need to stop here. Wherever you are, just bend your head and ask God to grant you a revelation of His love. Many of us think we do. We have it, but we don't. Ask Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. Pray. Pray. Ask Him. Ask Him. A revelation of His love. Ask Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. Quietly. Ask Him. Show me. The days are coming and the only thing that can sustain a man is the revelation of the love of God. That is the only thing that can. That is the only thing that can. Your gifts might not sustain you. Your anointing might not sustain you. Your revelation of the Bible might not sustain you in those days. You need a fresh encounter so that you understand the reasons you are passing through what you are passing through. You can pass through things and faint. You can pass through circumstances and be weak. You can give up. You can backslide. The reason why men backslide is because they have been robbed of the love of God. You can be weary in the ministry that God has given to you. The Bible said that in the last days that the love of men will wash cold because iniquity has increased. Something is increasing in these last days. And the target is not to rob you of anointing. The target is not to rob you of, of many things, of money. No. The target of Satan in these last days is to make us bankrupt of the love of God. Anything in your life that is trying to bring bankruptcy, bankruptcy, we pray for a fresh infilling of the love of God, a fresh revelation. It's a revelation. It's a revelation. Ask of Him. Ask Him. Ask Him. I know you love me. No matter what I'm passing through, no matter the times and seasons, the circumstances, no matter how the delays, the things that has presented itself, I know you love me. I know. Your love is more important to me, more real to me than anything I'm passing through, than anything that Satan has presented, than any weakness that I have. Every of my weakness will give way because of my revelation of your love. Every circumstance, attack, every predicament is, is feeble, is weak in comparison with your love. I know, I know, and nothing will separate me from this love. Nothing. Not death. Death will not height, depths, men will not separate me, circumstances will not separate me the challenges of life will not separate me give me a fresh revelation Jesus give me a fresh revelation in Jesus